Welcome to Flicks. My name's Daniel Swan. This is episode 55, in which myself and my lovely wife, Tiffany B, uh, chronicle our top three Quentin Tarantino movies. There are mild spoilers contained within, but for films that are A, very good, and B, that have been out for a while. So you probably should have just seen them anyway. Um, but still, I hope you enjoy it. So, we are in a slight change of pace. I feel like our drive and singular focus has been missing somewhat since the Oscars came and went. We, we, we devoted a lot of time to the Oscars. And effort. A lot of time and effort. Um, and it was never a case of, hey, what should we do a flicks on? It was like... We've got four things. We've got four flicks lined up. Yeah. There's a lot to get through. Yeah. Um, but now, since it's 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 dropped off a little bit, and I think that's fine. I think we deserve a break. Yeah. We deserve a break. We've been busy with other things. Absolutely. And most importantly, nobody's listening. So, mm-hmm. um, jumping back on the wagon, as we are, um, today is March 27th, which is the birthday of Mr. QT, who's not a QT. Mm-hmm. Kind of a funny looking fella, Quentin Tarantino. Um, so we say a happy birthday to Quentin Tarantino. What birthday is it? 54? 60, 1963. That'd be 54. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so it's such confidence. Uh, yeah. Well, yes. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. It's as good as all of it's the guesses. Definitely guess not an exact science. No, no. That's the thing with numbers. <laughs> Is it's difficult to have a lot of specificity. Um, so, yeah, many happy returns to Mr. Tarantino. Um, yes. And so what to we've decided that. to do, to honour him and his him. legacy and his eight films that yeah. he's made, also pick up the pace. Do you, do you know, know what I mean? mean? He's been hanging around with I Samuel L. Jackson. I was going to say he's, he's like 34, and I was going to say, well, that's quite a decent no. achievement. But now that you tell me he's 50-something, I think... What a lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> he's, he said um, that he's uh, very keen to retire at 10. He wants to do 10 and out. Um, that seems like a weird thing to prescribe yourself, how yeah. much. But maybe he's got a very specific plan. Yeah, I think he just he doesn't want to kind of dilute his output. Yeah, it's I like, think that's fair. Yeah, as a writer-director. Yeah. You know, they're all very kind of specific to him. Mm. And as a, a successful writer-director, mm. to have a lot of freedom, I'd imagine, from not a lot of uh, studio interference. Yeah. Um, but in any event, we are doing a gold-silver-bronze um, of Quentin Tarantino-directed feature films. So mm. we're not including True Romance, which was written by him. We're not including Natural Born Killers, which he wrote the story of we're not going to do from dusk till dawn 
even though that is a very good film. Um, Why aren't we doing that? What did he? He only wrote them. He did not direct them. Oh, okay. So he sold interesting uh, trivia. He sold the script to True Romance, um, which ended up being directed by Tony Scott. Um, so that and then used the money from that to make Reservoir Dogs. Mm. Clever boy. Um, so, do you have your gold, silver, bronze, Tiffany B? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I've struggled. Because you're... I've got two. Your memory of them isn't quite as quartz crystal clear as you uh, might wish. I think it would be different if I could remember more of other ones. Okay. But hey, that's a very good, potentially, um, barometer by which to to rate them. If they didn't stick in your mind, do they deserve to have a medal? I would say that would be the case for most people but yeah. I don't remember many things good and bad <laughs> they just fly out of my memory so um, a lot yeah. of the time you're quite sketchy on my name aren't you yeah I don't know who you are Darren I get occasionally yeah Derek yeah <laughs> Derek Derek I think of Derek so um, so yeah so let's have the jingle Let's get to it. Tiffany B. No? I'm going to ask you, Daniel. Oh. Daniel F. What <laughs> is um, your bronze pour favor? My, me. Yes, you, Derek. Derek, Darren, Dobie, F. Swan. My bronze would be... Oh, you don't know it. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, that's out. why you're... No, no it's fine. Uh, my bronze is... Dun, dun, dun. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Tell us why, Daniel F. Well, I'm kind of loath to put this one... Why? ...at the place that it is, because at the time, and still to this day, we just watched a lot of the trailers to rekindle our memories, yep. to start up the campfire of our memories again. And it annoys me that it's two films. Mm. Like, I haven't seen the second one. Because in the t- and rightly so, I applaud you for that. Because fuck him. Like obviously he's a wonderful writer director and I love his work. But <laughs> um, even in the the fucking trailer for the second one, it's like, hey, but you've only seen half the story. And it's like, yeah, that's because you only put half the story in the first fucking film. Yeah. Annoying. Super annoying. Yeah. Having said that, it's I think his most fun film is the film that I mm. think he's having most fun in yeah which is just wonderful to see yeah um, because he does you know the 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 kind of obviously there's a there's a levity to all of his films mm. um, and the characterization and the the dialogue is all very kind of quippy and, and and fun but they're all quite kind of heavy and as much as this is very heavy because it's a story of uh you know, somebody uh, attempting to murder a, a woman and her unborn child on her wedding day. It's Harsh. not. It's not laugh a minute. But there's lots of fun stuff going on. Yeah. Um, there's a, an anime sequence of animation partway through of uh, Lucy Liu's backstory. Um, there's all the stuff at the end with the crazy eighty-eight. It's 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 the first one more than the second one. I think is 
almost like a cartoon itself. Yeah. Um, and I really, I heightened really enjoyed that. reality. Yes, absolutely. And I yeah. love me some heightened reality. It's, yeah, you do. It, it almost, it doesn't quite, but it almost falls into that that realm of like a comic book adaptation yeah. that isn't adapted from a comic book. Yeah, I think it does feel like that. Yeah, in that it's very big, very yeah. kind of gaudy, very flashy. Yeah. As much as I don't like Uma Thurman. You don't, do and you? And I will not be convinced on her worth in this world. Wow. Um, yeah, I think it's really, really good. What's your problem with Uma? I don't know. I just think she's quite a ghoulish woman. And I know that shouldn't wow. really factor into it, but it just, yeah, something about her. Also, she was in My Super Ex-Girlfriend, which is a terrible film and really angered me. It wow. was that bad. Yeah. But you put this as your bronze, so she kind of... She didn't sour me. No, no. For you. No, I I think. And she is the main character in pretty much every scene. Yes. She does, she does well. She does well. She, she overcomes her own general awfulness in order to, no, she's not awful, but I just, poor Uma. Poor Uma. That's really harsh. I really just, yeah, I don't get a good vibe from her. Um, Yeah. But I think it's, it's a really good film. It goes along at quite a lick. Despite yeah. it being two films, um, I think she's good. I think Lucy Liu's good. I think Vivica A. Fox. I think she's good. Uh, all of the backstories worked out quite nicely. Um, the stuff about her getting the sword, really, really cool. Um, yeah, and all the the big fights at the end. Uh, mm. Lots and lots of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tarantino having fun. Which is why this film, Kill Bill Part 1, gets my bronze medal. Over to you in the studio, Tiffany. Okay, so my bronze is the one that I struggled with the most because I felt there were two ones that really stuck in my memory as ones that I really enjoyed and thought were really good. Um, And then the bronze, I was a bit, well, I remember a couple. Sure that I know are not in my top three. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I struggled with this. So I think that if my memory were better, Mm -hmm. that Pulp Fiction would be my bronze. Okay. Because I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember enough of why. Okay. Um, But given my memory as it is... (laughs) Taking um, the chips as they fall... I'm going to go with, and you're going to be shocked by this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to... Prepared. You just, just it's buckle up. Bloody good job I'm sitting down. <laughs> uh, the Hateful Eight. Whoa. Yes. The Hateful Eight. Yes. And I know that this isn't his best film. Yeah. And I know that... Well, you know that it's his third best film, according to you. Well, yes. But you know what I mean. Yeah. It, I think a lot of people disagree with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily think they're wrong. Um, in terms of the quality of the film necessarily. Sure. But I think I'm talking about my enjoyment of it. Yeah, well, that's good. That's that's here on Flicks. That's all we can talk about. Yeah. Um, and I just... I don't know. I think, I think we talked about it at the time as being quite play-like. Very play-like. Which is not your favourite thing. No. Um, but... There's something very enjoyable for me about having a group of characters mm-hmm. in one place yeah. and kind of watching things. Okay. And particularly a group of characters where there's kind of a secret. It's almost like um, an Agatha Christie type vibe. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, yeah, it there's definitely something is. like who's the killer, what's going on yeah. here. 
um, and the, you know you're losing people one by one yeah. um, and you're trying to kind of uh, you know, figure out what's going on. Yeah, it's like a two and a half hour episode of Poirot. Yes, exactly. Um, and I just think it was quite um, interesting. There was some interesting characters, interesting choices. It, it also had, of course, the kind of Quentin Tarantino cool factor mm-hmm. with some of the characters, like mm-hmm. being larger than life. And, yeah. Uh, very kind of cool and self-assured and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and then it does have a twist Mm. um it's very bloody at the end yes i remember that and i wasn't a massive fan of that it was kind of all over the place yeah and got there were a couple of quite gruesome scenes yeah um but i thought and what sticks out in my memory of this film is a like i say there were some really big characters in there Mm -hmm. Um, so obviously Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. um, and it was Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell. was really good. Wonderful this. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Anyway, those two stick out. Mm-hmm. And then, and there were other characters who I didn't know who they were, like that sheriff guy. He's not yeah. a particularly famous actor, is he? Not as, uh, famous Walton Goggins. Yeah. Playing, uh, Chris Mannix. Yeah. And I thought he was very good at being kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, and you know anyway but what sticks out outside of the characters for me is um i really like the sound in this film i know it's a really weird thing to pick out very weird yes but i just remember i felt like it used sound very well people moving around like silence was used quite well Mm -hmm. creaks and I don't know. I felt like it really set a mood and built the tension a lot. Yeah. Um, and I felt it was a film that had a very, very clear kind of mood with the yeah. cold outside and the, yeah. you know, and it was really kind of tense and I thought it did a good job of that. So although I, I think I would admit it's probably not the best film, mm-hmm. I think my, I, I really enjoyed it, even though I, I was also critical of it at the yeah. time. I still thought, yeah, it was pretty good though. Mm. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, I think it had. Yeah, I think it had some good bits, and I think it had some good ideas, and it is, yeah, nice to to see. Like, yeah, let's put all these crazy characters in there and see what happens. Yeah. And there's kind of subterfuge and like yeah. people, you know, oh, who's poisoned Not the thing and, and what's going on? And, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think yeah, it was very play like. It was just very like yeah. super long. It was very long. It's the, it's the yeah, it's the kind of film where it's like you're already two hours in, and then some. And then Samuel Jackson starts off on another monologue, and you're like, "Come on, dude! Like, we really need to just tighten this up, man." Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't. I thought I remember thinking it was long, but not thinking it was like, "Oh, come on." Yeah. I still enjoyed it, even though I, you know, objectively think, yeah, it probably was too long. Yeah. But anyway, it's, that's it's, my. It's one of those. It's one of those films that you just think I would love I would love to see that script land on any producer's desk yeah and it didn't have Quentin Tarantino's name on the front yeah and then think what the fuck is <laughs> are you seriously yeah. cons- suggesting that yeah. we set this two and a half hour film there's very little action it's all just talking reams and reams of dialogue and then yeah. it's like come on but yeah. because it's Tarantino it's like no, man, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Yeah, it's going to be great. And they're like, okay. Sure thing, yeah. Here's a blank check. Yeah. Off have, you go. Have whatever you need. 
yeah, I'm going to shoot it in Panasonic, like, the thing, and it's going to cost lots of money, and I'm going to have to, you know... Silly. Um, so, Daniel, yes. what is your silver? Me? Yes, you. Uh, my silver would be, and this is, and I wonder whether... Well, no, we definitely don't have both of the top two no. the same. But I think one of the top two is the same. And I, uh, is it this one? It's... I, I don't know. I don't know. It's really close between the top two. So go on. And I'm going to say... Make your choice. I'll make it. Yeah, I'll make it, baby. My silver medal. I, Daniel Swan, for Quentin Tarantino, will be... Inglorious Bastards. Okay. I think it will be Inglorious Bastards. Um, I think it's... It's a really, really good film. It it utilizes the the kind of Tarantino esque chapter system yeah. of filmmaking, um, which is good because it. I mean, it's sometimes bad if the film is too long. Like with the Hateful Eight, I think mm. that was in like five chapters or something. Yeah. And when you get to a point where it's like another chapter marker comes up, and so that guarantees you've got another like twenty minutes to go. And sometimes that can feel a little bit, oh, okay. Yeah, right, drags it out yeah. a little bit. Um, but I feel like this one does it very well by just telling disparate little parts of the story yeah. and kind of brings them all together at the end. Um, I think it has, as with a lot of Tarantino films, it has great uh, actors mm-hmm. in great roles, yeah. having fun, being able to play slightly larger-than-life characters yeah. and just kind of chew on all of this dialogue. Yeah. That, I mean, Brad Pitt is... Yeah, just goes for it. Oh, and he does it so so well yeah. with that kind of southern accent and really kind of yeah, like I say, like enjoying. Yeah. Like, spoiler alert: my top one isn't Django Unchained, but one of the, my favorite things in that is seeing Leonardo DiCaprio have yeah. fun. Yeah. And just being a fun film that isn't about yeah. you know some kind of you know whatever. It's just... It's not an Oscar bait. Absolutely. It's like, I'm just going to do this. It's a fun character. I'm going to have some fun. Let's do it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, And I feel like, yeah, Inglourious Bastards has that all over the place. Mm. Um, Brad Pitt, obviously, Christoph Waltz as uh, Hans Lander Mm -hmm. is one of the great uh, film bad guys. Mm -hmm. Um, That hot... I mean, it's, it's a film that's told in sections and each section is... It's like a kind of film in and of itself. Yeah. And I think that that's what makes it really, really good. Yeah. Like the first so scene very tight. in the the French farmhouse where he's talking to the guy and he's mm. got the, the Jews under the floorboards and it's just, it's all dialogue. It's an action scene where it's just, just two people talking. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, kind of, kind of perfect really. Mm. He gets out the little pipe and he starts smoking the pipe and then Hans Lander gets out that fucking like two foot long pipe, this huge ridiculous thing, just to say, no, I'm I'm in control, yeah. I'm bigger than you. Um, and then yeah, when she's running away from the house and she's like terrified, it's like run, Shoshana! Oh, terrifying. Um, and then the callbacks to it later with the cream and stuff. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's it's Tarantino esque in that. It is larger than life because if you need bad guys for people to root against, yeah. it's Nazis, it's Nazis, it's zombies, or it's bankers. And <laughs> that's like everyone can get behind yeah. getting behind. Yeah, getting even though them. they're incredibly violent yeah. and, and merciless yeah. towards these Nazis. Yeah. 
you don't really care that much. No. No. Whereas any other kind of bad guy, you might be a little bit like, well, hang oh, on, like maybe on. you should just calm Surely down. Surely there's, you know, shades of grey in here. Yeah, but no. just arrest them, don't kill them. It's like the Nazis Yeah. just cut, scout them. They fucking scout them. Yeah. It's crazy. And you're like, woo! <laughs> um, yeah, the Hugo Stiglitz bit where they do the kind of backstory of that. Everybody in the German army knows Hugo Stiglitz. When he gets his title card, and then it's Sam Jackson doing the voiceover, and him. I noticed in the uh, trailer when they're showing, oh, it's all this murder, and he puts the pillow over the guy's face, and it's yeah. like, oh, is that how he kills him? He suffocates him. No, it's the pillow, and then stabbing him in the face through yeah. the pillow. Ooh. Grim. Um, so that's really good. I love the whole La Lu- Louisiane bit with the the. Um, where they're all drinking oh, yeah, and, the and the three beers and all of that kind yeah. of stuff, which is, again, that's like a whole film in and of itself. I love, my favourite little bits is uh, Michael Fassbender and Mike Myers trying to have like a kind of posh off yeah. where they're both these kind of, both these English officers and they've oh, got all our rotten eggs in one basket. The objective blow up the mask love it it's just it's just a really really good film really cathartic ending there's pathos in it there's fun in it and it kind of rewrites history in a really fun way of like why not yeah why not because the, the certain parts of it that you see you know like well that dictates whether this plan is going to work or whether it's not going to work yeah because obviously something's can't happen yeah but then they're like no fuck it we can do whatever we want it's just a film chill out um yeah I just think it's great. It's, yeah, very difficult to pick things. Maybe a little too long. I don't know. But there's so much going on in it. Yeah, there is a lot. Yeah. You kind of forgive it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my silver medal. I'm very intrigued as to what your gold is. Oh. Very intrigued. Um, On to my silver. Silver. My silver is Kill Bill. Oh. Which I didn't give away. You it's the didn't. same as yours. Very good um, liar there. Well, Suspiciously good. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think in part because I watched it not expecting to like it. Because sure. it's like hugely action yeah. you know, type of film. And generally, not that I don't like action, but... I feel like it has to be really good for me to really like it. Yeah. And I think it was really good. Yeah. Um, I think the scenes that you mentioned, like the fighting scenes towards the end, um, like with that little girl, yeah. the like Japanese girl. Go, go, Yubari. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, her with the sword and Lucy Liu. And mm-hmm. it's very, I mean, obviously I like it because it's got a lot of women in yeah. it. A lot of strong I mean the whole yeah the whole first film is it's Uma Thurman against Vivica Fox and then against Lucy Liu who's henchman who's dragon that you have to face before you get to the top bad guy is a girl as well yeah 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 and there's lots of like super cool over the top dialogue Mm -hmm. and like yeah it's just I think yeah I think it's very enjoyable for me to watch an action film with women where it's not I mean you know, I'm sure some men will find it very kind of sexy and attractive, mm-hmm. but that's not the main objective. Yeah. It is like these are women at the top of their game, yeah. like fighting each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's just really cool and like over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't, 
it, you know, I don't know. I'm not a big one for gore and yeah. that kind of violence. So I feel like heightened reality mm. violence works quite well for me. Yeah. Because I can, you it's know, get on board with that. not realistic at all. It's like yeah. a cartoon. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I thought that, yeah, towards the end, yeah, it's very cartoony, like mm-hmm. you say. And I just think it's interesting, different way to present things. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just felt it was quite a tight film that had a mm-hmm. clear objective, a really simple story. Yeah, really. I mean, um, the simplest. It's yeah. Any kind of revenge story is just something bad happens to the main character, and then they yeah. hunt down the bad guys and get their revenge. Yeah. It's like done. Yeah. But um, there's little extra bits added yeah. in to to kind of spice up the, yeah. the in between bits. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was really good, and I think. Uh, yeah, just very enjoyable to watch. Easy to watch and very enjoyable. Like, easy to get on board with the mm-hmm. violence. Easy to get behind the protagonist. Yeah. Um, yeah, and one of the best kind of female action films Yeah, I think I've ever seen. See, I, yeah, I didn't even think of it in those terms. But, yeah, yeah. it's... I mean, it's... I can't even really, off the top of my head, think of a... No. ...competitor. No. And, yeah, like you say, even if... There are films that are kind of, you know, more action-y, but there's a female lead. They do tend to be like, oh, and this is the scene where, for storyline reasons, yeah, she's dressed as a French maid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Or right. she gets her outfit cut Strategically. by something. And, oh, whoops, her boobs yeah. are out. Um, yeah, I thought this was good. And actually, I know you don't like Uma Thurman, but I really liked her in this, and I really liked Lucy Liu as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I I feel like they're women that I could kind of believe yeah could be really good fighters yeah you know well, yeah um, Uma Thurman's good. like she's a very well she seems at least a very tall woman yeah very kind of rangy yeah and, yeah yeah and both of them yeah kind of buy into it yeah and and I think yeah I I thought it was very good so that is my silver nice Kill Bill Volume One. Yes, I haven't seen the second one. Didn't love it enough to seek out I the second one. Then. Yeah, no, I just haven't. I feel like maybe I loved it enough that I didn't want to see the second one. Yeah, well, this and I do think the second one is very different in tone. Yeah, like all like at the time when he was like, "No, it's supposed to be just one film, but then it's just too long, so I had to do it as uh, two films." I was like, "Fuck off!" Because when you watch them, they're such different tones to the yeah. film such different styles to it the second one's a lot more dirty and a lot more gritty and yeah. obviously it's got Daryl Hannah with the you know ridiculous outfit and stuff but it's it's more yeah it's a lot more kind of grounded in reality less cartoonish I think yeah than the first one uh, which but yeah I will bullshit. I will watch it at some point yeah. but yeah nice good wonderful so on to your gold me goldo sorry to speak Spanish in that way, um, is Pulp Fiction. Ah. Now. I should have guessed, of course. You should have guessed. Yeah. You should have guessed, and, and you're a bad person for not guessing. What it is... So basically, I, I consider Inglorious Bastards to be just a, a kind of an updated version of Pulp Fiction. Just in the way that it tells a story, it's all very kind of fragmented... There's bits going on all over the place, and it's all, and then it all kind of comes together. It's only when you kind of step back from it, yeah. that you look at it, and go, "Oh, right, okay, I get what's going on here." And I think Pulp Fiction just had to get it because it was the first. It's it's always going to be more impressive, I think, yeah. the first time you experience something than when you yeah. say, "Oh, that's kind of like Pulp Fiction." Whereas when you watch Pulp Fiction, well, when I watched Pulp Fiction for the first time, I was like, "What the fuck is this? This is amazing." Yeah. Um, it is a film. 
I mean, it's yeah, it's it's obviously Reservoir Dogs is very very good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that, but it is very shouty and pretty kind of linear. And there are parts of it that I don't love, mm-hmm. and I feel like Pulp Fiction was like, ah, yeah, like he gets it now. Like he's maybe it's a little it's bit refined. It yeah, it's maybe even a little bit freer. Yeah. Like he's got that one success, so he feels a bit more confident, and so he can just like cut loose with it a little bit and yeah. have this character dies and then we cut to a series of scenes that are set before that so we can have that character back and it's all a bit weird but it just mm. just go with it and it's fine um yeah i just think it's it's the dialogue in it i still quote to this day yeah um the performances are, are, are kind of iconic the i mean just so many of them but the the uh mcdonald's Burger King conversation in the car, which I love. Um, when they're getting out and they're talking about um, Tony Rocky Horror throwing the, getting thrown through the plate glass window. Um, the, the whole scene in Marvin's apartment, where they're kind of it's it's all just status and power, and John Travolta doesn't say a word, which is obviously very kind of scary for the guys. And then he's it's just wonderful. Um, the conversation in the car when Marvin gets shot in the face is very funny bizarrely um then Tarantino obviously giving himself the best lines when he's coming in and he's Jimmy he's like I know the, I know the coffee's good it's good because I buy the shit Barney blah 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 um all of that kind of stuff is great uh the Eric Stoltz stuff where she's ODing the whole Travolta Uma Thurman bit at Jack Rabbit Slims with the iconic dancing which is like stupid but it's really really cool um the bruce willis stuff i'm not as big of a fan of because i'm not as big of a fan of bruce willis in general but then that leads to the christopher walken speech which any film that gives me four minutes straight of just walken is always going to be a winner in my book it's just (laughs) just tremendous i mean it's a great story but it's told with such, and it's, it gets really quiet at times, and then it gets big, and it's um, like it's three shots. Like I think a lot of people remember it as being like a single take, yeah, because it's all just one thing. But it's three separate chunks, and he he told him to do on the day he came in, and he, he learned that like the whole thing like flawlessly, and he did like just three takes of it. Of like do one that's a bit more serious, one that's a bit more sad, and one that's a bit more funny. And he just kind of does one and then the other and then finishes with the funny one, obviously with the hiding the watch up his ass, which is great. Um the all the stuff with the gimp is really weird and kind of messed up, but then it's great how that kind of brings them together and it just oh, it's just wonderful. It's just really, really good. Just little little kind of stylistic bits that um, like uh, Harvey Keitel telling them that they'll be there in 10 minutes oh, it's, that's 30 minutes away I'll be there in 10 and then, then the title card on the next thing is like 9 minutes and 37 seconds left and then it, the car drives up to the thing it just it for me it's just a really like you don't it, it it's it's the ultimate for me I think style over substance film yeah because the story is, in a lot of ways, inconsequential. You only need to know the story needed in order to know, why is this person doing this? Why is this person doing this? Because at each moment of the film, 
the story doesn't matter because it's just the the kind of the conversations and the the, the kind of style, the coolness. It's like it's arguably the coolest film ever made. I think that it's just dripping with cool. That it, mm. yeah, it doesn't need to worry too much about telling a story. It's just let's watch these two characters have a conversation about this, and it's just insanely entertaining. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it breaks all the rules in terms of it from a screenwriting sense, but it just works. Mm. Which is dangerous because then it just kind of encourages people to say, hey, well, he Tarantino did it in Pulp Fiction, so why can't I tell a story in three parts where they're kind of out of order and it's all blah, blah, blah. It's like, because you're not fucking Quentin Tarantino. Let's yeah. just write a normal film and then you can progress into that. But Yeah. Yeah. So gold. that is my gold. That is my favourite Quentin Tarantino film, I think. But yeah. Inglourious Bastards is a very close second because, yeah. yeah, it's just a lot of fun. But that's why Pulp Fiction is my gold. Tiffany okay. B, what is your favourite, aka gold medal, Quentin Tarantino film? I think, unsurprisingly, Inglorious Bastards. Oh! I think you know that already. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you covered a lot of it in terms of why. <laughs> I think you rambled on quite a lot. No, but I think you you like a lot of the same things that I like about it. Yeah. Um, I do think of note is yeah the opening scene. Yeah. I think that is just like one of the best piece of pieces of film I've ever seen. Wow. Just because it's like there's nothing going on. Yeah. But there's so much going yeah. on. Yeah. And. Yeah, I just remember watching it and being, like, gripped. Yeah. Just thinking, oh, my goodness. And, yeah, just so well done. Mm. Um, Yeah, and I just... Yeah, that kind of really stuck with me. And then I think the rest of the film is just... Where where some of his films, like Pulp Fiction being one of Mm -hmm. them, um, and Django being another, and definitely Reservoir Dogs for me... Mm -hmm just a little bit what you like about it that kind of looseness yeah that kind of I don't care about structure yeah um this film felt very tight Mm. like there was a story to tell every scene had its moment had its reason for being there um and so I don't know if it was just like the editor that they worked with Mm -hmm. or what but it was just super tight yeah felt like a film that was like almost you know, like five years in the making where they'd they'd thought it out really, really well. They'd filmed it with, you know, really kind of specific things in Mm -hmm. mind and then they'd edited it like so it was tight as you like, kind of just everything's there for a reason. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I think, like you say, it was fun. It was silly in parts. Mm -hmm. It had big characters. Um, It did tension, like, incredibly well. Yeah. Throughout, not just in the first scene, like you say, in that pub, bar mm. scene thing um yeah and there's just a lot going on mm. and yeah you kind of get pulled along on this kind of funness of it yeah it's just cool yeah and so i mean that's tarantino isn't it yeah but this film for me was like just enjoyable that's where he does it the best yeah where you're kind of having fun mm. watching it yeah um and yeah i just think this one was like one where i just thought I was kind of amused throughout. Yeah. I wasn't, you know. And it is, yeah, it is it is a, a fairly long film. Yeah. As well. Uh, yeah. And to do a film that is, 
let's load this up. Yeah, two and a half hours. Yeah. That doesn't feel like two and a half hours. Mm. Because there's a lot of films that are two and a half hours that you're like... Yeah, get on with it. Let's just slice out 40 minutes of this. Yeah. I think we can probably get get to the point of it quicker. Yeah. But it just... Yeah, like you say, there's so much in there that it just feels... Like, well, what could you cut? I mean, yeah. you could you could cut things. Of course, but yeah. But you feel like, okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that everything's there. Yeah. And I really liked the girl, her story. I really liked... Shoshana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she's kind of older and she's try, like, trying to avoid that guy who's interested in her. Yeah. And she owns that theatre, of course, the whole yeah. scene at the end. Um, I just really like her and thought she played the part really well Mm. and that her story was really interesting Mm. um and hers was kind of a bit more serious and then the there was the yeah nazi hunter type Mm -hmm. you know brad pitt the bastards the bastards yeah who were a lot more fun and Mm -hmm. silly and over the top yeah um yeah so there was a good mix in there um but yeah, I just think it was the one that I enjoyed the most and thought, mm. whew, that was good. Yeah. Cause it, because it had a mix between being cool and yeah. being good, which um, uh, not all of his films have. Yeah. Some of them are just so cool that they forgot to tell a story. Yeah. Um, and I just think this one was like, oh, this is what I have to say. Mm. And then I'm going to use my cool way of filming things yeah. to tell that story. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was a nice marriage of the two. Mm. Whereas I think, yeah, sometimes his films can just be one. Yeah. They're always cool, but sometimes yeah. they... Sometimes they don't have as much to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was my goal. I think you would have... Guess that, but yeah. I mean, I think it is a standout yeah. in his films as being in most people's top three. Yeah, because it is really good. I'd imagine and really so. enjoyable. Yeah, um, and yeah, kind of not as many things that I can think. Oh, yeah, but I didn't like that bit, or oh, yeah. but I didn't like that bit. Like I felt like I was just swept along with that all yeah. the way through, and then was like, oh, okay, it's over. Yeah. And to do that, like you say, with quite a long film, mm. is quite an achievement. Yeah. So that was my goal. Nice. That's uh. So it's Hateful Eight, Kill Bill Part One, and The Bastards. Yeah. For me, Kill Bill Part One, The Bastards, and Pluck Fiction. Yes. Yeah. So The Bastards and Kill Bill Part One, but in, being in both of ours, which I'm quite yeah. surprised at, to be honest. Oh. Well, and Pulp Fiction almost for. Almost. We almost had the exact same three yeah. in different order, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I th- but I do think yeah, to to give some credit to Chango, I think that's good. Yeah, and it's very good, very enjoyable for a lot of it. Yeah, um, that one didn't get in there for me because it's incredibly violent and yeah, quite upsetting for me. Yeah, it has the comedy violence, but then it also has real yeah, awful and those two guys are fighting in front scene. of the fire. Yeah, I just hated that. Yeah, I just really found good. that like. So awful. Yeah. And I know that's the point. Yeah. But I just don't... I was like, oh, I can't watch this. Yeah. This makes me feel horrible. Yeah. And it made me feel kind of voyeuristic mm. in that kind of... Yeah. I shouldn't be enjoying this kind of yeah. violence. That's not right. Yeah. You know? No, those dogs are attacking that guy. Yeah, so. just awful. Uh, Reservoir Dogs is very, very good. But it, it was weird when... when Because you hadn't seen it until last year, maybe. Yeah, And we recently, watched it. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it didn't hold up as well as I'd hoped. No. Because I used to think that was like, oh my God. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it doesn't quite hold up in, in the way that pop fiction does. Uh, Jackie Brown, which is all right, but it's, I don't know, because it, that's not his story. It's adapted from a book, which is the only time he's done that. Mm. And it's good, but it's, yeah, just a, a little forgettable. Um, and then, yeah, Death Proof, which you haven't seen. No. And which I do not recommend at all. Oh. That is, that is Tarantino entirely let off the leash. Oh, right, okay. Like, just talk forever. Oh. Like, and don't, don't bother making it into scenes. Like, it feels like that film is like five scenes. Oh, really? That are just like 20 minutes each of just people talking talking and talking and talking and that's surprising because you love that I do love a bit of talking but <sighs> bloody hell it's really it's it's a lot hmm. and it didn't help the fact that I watched that as, in the grindhouse thing and the double bill and the oh. first bu- first bit was planet terror which I love and oh, it's just yeah. really big and silly and stupid and then death proof comes along and it just slows it right down yeah um, but yeah we look forward to seeing uh, what's next for him. Is there anything uh, coming up next? Uh, Kill Bill Volume 3 has been announced. That seems kind oh, of wow. weird. I think that's that's like a, you know, maybe do it at some point in the future. Um, I don't think that will get made. But yeah, nothing uh, nothing kind of rumoured or whatever. Because that's the thing, he takes a lot of time in between his yeah. things. So there we go. Thank you, um, uh, Tiffany B., for doing this uh, You're with me. You're um, welcome. having me. Oh, well, you live here too. So... That's true. Anytime, anytime. Um, and you, dear listener, uh, do you agree? Do you agree with this gold, silver, bronze? Or are there other ones that you prefer? Let us know. Tell us why. What you think. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash The Daniel Swan. Twitter and Instagram at Palugin, P-A-L-O-O-G-I-N. Uh, the website, danielswan.squarespace.com, or even just send me a good old email, danielswan41 at gmail.com. Um, so for sitting through this, listening to this, listening to us uh, rabbit on about Quentin Tarantino, uh, and for listening to the next flicks, which we'll be getting up at some point soon, um, I have only a single word for you. Uh, ah! Cheers! Cheers! <laughs>